Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek. And now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Jerzynski wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate. And Jerzynski not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate. And here they go. Step up to the plate for hour two of the Hot Corner. Posenek getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Rudin's a help. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow, that's some pretty solid contact right there. The Fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you missed any of the first hour, you can download that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at TennyTheFan.com. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4 p.m.-ish, so check that out. That was a fun one as Mike and I uh, took in an event during Portland a Beer Week. Uh, so that is cool as well. Mike, did you watch any of um, USA Thailand yesterday uh, in the Women's World Cup? I did not watch it, but I watched the highlights. Uh, it was a pretty wild game. I haven't seen a game like that in a long time. I've never seen a game like that. If ever. That is a good point. 13 nothing. Team USA wins. I know my buddy. Who, Ten goals in the second half. I was working at the restaurant yesterday afternoon, and... Uh, one of our one of our employees, who loves to jab me about my love for the, you know, number one game played in the world, uh, he was like, "Whoa, this is crazy! USA is winning by a touchdown and two field goals. Does that happen often?" I was like, "I will punch you in your face." And also no. And also no, it does not. Thirteen goals, man. Yep, that's wild. So I was looking this up, not to go too much into this, but oh, we can go into it all. Well, I want. know you. I know, but it's a baseball show. <laughs> um, is that Thailand was the 34th ranked team in the world for the women. Yeah. And the U.S. is number one. Number one. In the men's side, we were trying to do the comparison. Number one is Belgium. Number 34 is Austria. Belgium's not beating Austria 13 to nothing, right? So the disparity in women's soccer between 1 and 34 and men's soccer between 1 and 34 is massive. Right. Absolutely massive. That 13 nothing seemed light because they only scored three goals in the first half. It kind of just felt like once they figured out how to break through that defense, they just did it every single time they went down the field. Yeah, and you, and I mean, in the international game, you have to be you have to be pretty careful because you don't get the chance. You don't get the chance to play together that much, so you like you can't take your foot off the gas. Like you have to keep going. Well, in in these competitions, goal differential matters. Yeah, Mike, but like thirteen. Well, I, mean, I just, I just mean, I just, I, mean, I just think, no matter what, in these competitions, you go the entire yeah, game. You have to. 
because of the gold difference. It, it tends to matter. Now, 13 is extreme, of course. Nine would have done the trick. Well, of course. <laughs> but there, I'm assuming, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm assuming we'll see another game in this tournament because there's a big disparity between some of these teams that'll be something like 7 nothing. Yeah, for sure. So, And I think you just put it on because, like I was saying, you don't get to play that much together. So, like, get comfortable. Get used to each other. Maybe. And if that team's not very good, just really run your plays and really kind of figure it out. That, that might be part of it, but... I think the goal differential means that much more. It, you you now, no matter what, will win your group, even if you lose a game, and it's like you're still at the top with that goal difference. It's going to be crazy. That's the truth. All right. In Major League Baseball, um, the first uh, the first returns of the All-Star ballot have been dropped. Mike, would you like to start in the National League or the American League? National League, please. National League, he wants. Uh, I catch it right now. Now, the really interesting thing about this is on a lot of these positions – it's quite obvious who people have voted for. Like, there aren't many close races going on right now. Uh, and we'll see how you feel. Catcher, uh, we got Wilson Contreras, who currently is leading by almost 600,000 votes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. And you've got Josh Bell at first beating Anthony Rizzo by almost 200,000 votes. All right, well, I like that one because Josh Bell is having himself an incredible season. Totally. Uh, at second base, you got Ozzy Al- Albies, who's in a in a pretty close race with Mike Moustakas. Moose has been great this year. Yeah. I, I don't know if Albies has had a great year, has he? Uh, it's been all right, better than last year. I it's think Atlanta's back. getting some buzz, though. I for, think that's some Atlanta players. buzz, for sure. Yeah. Third base is Nolan Arenado by almost 400,000 votes over Chris Bryant. Arenado's been great this year, too. Took a forearm contusion today, though. So. I will, I will, oh, no, a forearm contusion. I will say that it seems like the last few years the voters are getting smarter, which is very, very nice. I think so, too. I think so, too, because these are pretty straightforward, and and I don't know – how to argue with them at shortstop Javi Baez by almost 600,000 votes over that, Dansby Swanson. That's the, I mean, Baez is having a good year. That's the popularity contest right there though. Like you've you're seeing Cubs and Braves at the top right here. Yeah. That's the popularity part. But you tell me what shortstop should be starting over Javi Baez. Trevor Story's had a really good start to the year. He's not Javi Baez. Well, I know, but I'm just saying if you want to go purely on stats, that'd be a decent one. Um, Paul DeYoung has had a really, really good start mm, to the year. That's fair. I like DeYoung. But he's sixth. So, I mean, that's it's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad about that. Uh, and then the outfield, uh, your National League vote leader, vote getter is Cody Bellinger. Deserved. And number two is Christian Yelich, who's not far behind Cody Bellinger. Nope. He's like 140,000 away. And then there's a huge drop off as Ronald Acuna is 500,000 votes away from the rest of them. Yeah, that, that seems right to me. Uh, you got Jock Peterson, Albert Almora's on there, which is interesting. That's Again, that's the popularity vote. But it's uh, not even that popular because there's only 300,000 votes for him. Well, I know, but you're looking at the top. It's Dodgers, Brewers, Braves, Dodgers, Cubs, Rockies, Cubs, Cubs, Dodgers. I mean, that's the top of the outfield. <laughs> hey, look at this, though. At number 15 is Andrew McCutcheon. He must have got a ton of votes before he blew his knee out. Probably. You know what I mean? Because nobody's voting for him now. Well, maybe they will. As like, a, oh, well, I miss you, Kutch. Marcelo Zuna's having a good year, 135 for the Cardinals. How about Jeff McNeil? He needs more votes. He's killing it Jeff for the Mets. Jeff McNeil. He's killing it for the Mets. He is killing it for the Mets. Now that I realize, where's my boy? Who Pete is Alonso boy? is fifth in first base. Uh-oh. With 22 home runs. Uh-oh. 
Well, again, you've got uh, Josh Bell is the most deserving. Yeah, Josh Bell is. The but then you got Cubs, Braves, Dodgers between him and the and and Pete Alonso. I just want to know. Uh, I want to know the names and addresses of the 100,473 people that voted for Robinson Cano at second base. <laughs> I want to find every single one of you and revoke all of your rights to baseball. <laughs> that guy's such garbage now. He is not good anymore. He is not good. No, he is not. Like, I'm cool with you voting for, like, Brian Dozier, but give me... Don't vote for Brian. Stop it. Dude, more people voted for Robbie Cano than Brian Dozier. That's fine. How is that fine? Dozier's not having a good year either. Robinson Cano is trash. I love seeing these random Cubs players, though. Daniel Descalso, sixth most in second base. I know. Come on, Cubs fans. Yeah, right. I know you're passionate, but let's be realistic here. <laughs> I, I just can't wait to see the one day when it's like the the backup second baseman. You know, the Cubs got like two second basemen. Daniel and, Descalso. <laughs> well, who plays? Who normally plays second base for him? I Well, I don't know. Because Ben Zobris is off doing his weird thing that nobody wants to talk about. Um, what I do, I will say, like like I said, the fact that Cattell Marte is third and second base tells you something, right? The fact that Josh Bell is first tells you something. People are watching the sport more critically, see? and they're paying more attention to the stats. And yes, we're going to see the favorites get their votes, like we're we're joking about here. But I mean, it's really cool to see Mike Mustakis be up there because he's having a really good year at second base for them. It's it's cool to see Dansby Swanson second. I know that's a Braves thing, but you know it's not like he's having a bad year. He's certainly worth it. Right. Um, I do don't you, like that Albert Almora's fifth, but do you do you think we'll see these numbers shift to a more populist vote when we get a little closer? I don't think so. I think I, I also think, don't know how you vote this early. That's weird to me. I think that most people keep with this kind of trend throughout the time. You might yeah. see some movement if there's a push locally for a certain player or someone yeah. gets really hot or something like that. Yeah, but. that's true. Plus, I think people tend to look at these and they kind of go, oh, yeah, I am a baseball guy, but I haven't really been paying attention. Who am I not paying attention to? You know, so people will look at these lists and then go, you know, Ozzy Albies, he had a terrible year last year, and then go look at his stats and be like, oh, maybe I should vote for him. You know, it's like a little nudge in the right direction. All right, real quick, if you had to pick, uh, I think this is real quick and real easy. If you had to pick a starter for the National League, who are you going with? Oh. In the National League. It's it's pretty obvious. Oh, Quinjin Ryu. There you go. Yeah, sorry. I was just like, wait a minute. Who's pitch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryu has been incredible. Uh, a little fun, fair or foul. The number. They're both in the 80s. What is higher? His innings pitched? Or his whip. So like point eight would be his whip? Yeah, yeah. Uh probably his whip, but it's close. It's his innings. He's eighty six innings and his whip is point eight zero. Wow. Isn't that wild? <laughs> the dude is pitching all I mean, right. I have a confession. I haven't watched him pitch once. I haven't seen him pitch once. I've just seen the stats and the and the buzz, and I'm like, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, just like, this guy's killing it. But every time I look up, I missed it by a day. It's like, oh, Ryu pitched yesterday. I was like, man, I wanted to see what. And then, of course, the first game I'll watch, he'll get lit up or something, <laughs> and I won't actually know. The uh, uh, if, it, if it weren't him, uh, it would most likely go to, let me look at these stats. Let me look at these stats. Uh, shocker, Max Scherzer. Oh, really? He hasn't even had that good of a year. <laughs> Two eight three ERA, right, eleven quality starts compared to his usual self. One hundred twenty six strikeouts. It's because he has fourteen appearances and four wins. Cole Hamels, he's having uh, a pretty good year, right? Hamels is having a decent year, but not that great. Let me see. Let me see. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? 
Why won't this thing go? Load. <laughs> <laughs> I hate life. This sucks. Uh, I mean, I've got him on a fantasy team. He's doing all right. He's not. Doing I, I just, every time I look up, he's winning another game for the Cubs. That's all. Yeah. We can, we can move on. We don't need to find out exactly where he there is. There he is. There he is. There he is. 3.24. Oh. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's good, but never mind. 74 strikeouts. Boy, he doesn't strike anybody out anymore. What does is Ryu's ERA now? Uh, one yeah. point, like two. Yeah, it's pretty. One, three, six. Why is it always one Dodger starter that has the lowest ERA of all time? I don't know, man. This Isn't is Kyle like, Hendricks having a good year? Yeah, but his was more like a couple good starts in a row. Gotcha. Um, It's always a Dodger that you don't expect. Yeah. And they always go on some, like, no runs given up streak. Although Granke was, maybe he wasn't expected when he did it, but he was really low that one yeah. year before he signed with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. All right, that's your National Speaking League check-in. Granky's having a good year, too. Who's that, Granky? Yeah. I know, because he's going to get traded. Uh, it's a hard contract to trade. I don't know. Someone's going to, dude. That that team sucks. Um, when we come back, we'll check in on the American League. They're like in the wild card, hun. What are you yeah, talking about? They're not that good. Come on. They hit eight home runs the other day. They haven't been good since they had Juan Dulio. <laughs> I forgot about that. We'll do the American League when we get back. It's uh, what time is it? It's 813 on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Some Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's fitting that Patrick is not here for the start of this segment when this song is playing. Ooh, that squirt- was close. He sprinted back in. It was a short break, don't worry. Oh, man, it was a lot shorter than I thought. I don't even my pants belt. <laughs> Your pants belt. I don't even have my belt going. Hello. Words. Hi. I've never done that before. In the five years we've been doing this. I really had to go to the bathroom. It happens sometimes. It was a short break. We've had some short breaks and it caught you. That's okay. It's caught all of us. Oh, okay. Woo. Here we go. We're alive, baby. Like panting. Oh, God. Take take a deep breath. Now you're fine. Okay. Uh, Switching over to the American League as we're looking at kind of just all-star game ballot stuff. And I know this stuff isn't that important right now, but I just think it's kind of fun. I was just scrolling through the AL ballot again. Very, very happy with the votes. Oh, I'm sure you are, Michael. Okay, okay, okay. I know, I know, I know. I'm very happy that people are voting for people who are actually deserving of the vote. I think so, too. I like this text that said, oh, a Yankee fan talking trash about popularity votes. Dude, I don't vote for Yankees if they're not deserving. Yeah, actually, Yankee fans, I want to say, historically aren't, don't, like, stuff the ballot. Uh, Sometimes they do. Really? Yeah, but, I mean, it's, I don't vote like that. I think think popularity votes in all-star games are stupid. I hate that fans get to pick the all-stars. I hate it. Yeah. I want it to be based purely on stats. That's a true all-star game for the players this year. But in the American League, I'm looking... There are some popular votes, and the Yankees are being beneficiaries of some of them. But some of the guys who are leading are in second. It's like, dang, you guys are picking good players this year. So Gary Sanchez leads catcher at, at, in the AL. Makes sense, right? He's got 20 home runs. And, Over 400,000 votes. But there's no – catcher is such a bad position right now, and he's just hitting bombs. So right. that's deserving, even though it is a Yankee. So that's pretty easy. Luke Voigt is leading first base, but barely over C.J. Crone, who I think right now is more deserving than Voigt, although Voigt is also having a good season. Not, I don't know if it's all-star worthy, but 
He did say he would be in the home run derby if he gets elected into the All-Star game, which I would like to see. So He had a mammoth home run yesterday. Yeah, on a hanging slider. Yeah. Um, you got C.J. Crone in second. You got Carlos Santana in fourth, who's actually playing pretty well for the Indians yeah. this year. Uh, second base, Tommy LaStella on the Get Angels. Some. Who actually, maybe not the most deserving, but he's having a really great year. He is having a really great year, and it's nice to see that he's beating somebody like Altuve because as as – Altuve is probably the best second baseman in all of baseball. He's not playing right now because he's hurt. And then DJ LeMahieu is close behind in third. He's having a great year, I, too. Yeah, I actually think my vote, if if we were to do it right now, I mean, you and I, we don't like to wait. We don't like to do it now. We like to wait. I think my votes would, he, would be between either LeMahieu and, I don't know, that Michael Chavis kid for Boston is really good. Yeah, but he's not an all-star. <laughs> he hasn't played enough. It's hard to make an all-star out of a guy who just came up. You know? Okay, okay, okay. I'm giving you crap. Tommy Lestella, though, is really happening. Lestella's had a great year. Like, I, my, my, vote would probably be, my, my vote would probably be for LeMayhew. Third base, Alex Bregman leads by a long shot. Shocker. Uh, Gio Urshela in second. Again, it's tough when it's that player is actually playing well, even though they're a Yankee. Right. Um, Urshela's got like a 312 batting average and 10 home runs or whatever it is. Hunter Dozier for the Royals is third. That's a perfect example of a great voting base right there because mm-hmm. he is on a team that sucks that nobody's watching, but he's having a really, really good year, and he's third in voting, which is awesome. Yeah, um, uh, but I mean, Alex Bregman is that guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he is that w- guy. Without a doubt. Another example, shortstop, Jorge Polanco, leading for the Twins. I mean, I think Jorge Polanco at this point right now could be, you know, an MVP candidate. Um, sure. I, I'll give you that. He, I mean, he, he is, won't. He won't, but I think ton, he should be talked about. Twins are playing really well, but he is certainly one of them. Um, maybe, maybe the best on the twins. You think Polanco probably I feel like every game I, I see, and he's always moving around the lineup too. Rocco Baldelli's moving these guys, hitting them first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. doesn't matter the day he changes it up completely. And he's hitting no matter where he is in the lineup. Dude, boomsticks hitting dingers too. Don't forget that. That's true. Nelly uh, Cruz is could be hitting dingers in Seattle, but no, nope, got to blow the whole thing. <laughs> Correa is in second, although he's hurt. Glaber's in third. Uh, he's having that's, a decent that's year. That's Tyrese. Tim Anderson at fourth. I like that. I think Anderson should be a little higher. Yeah, to be I think honest. so too. I think Tim Anderson's having a great year so far. Uh, outfield, you got Trout, of course, number one. George Springer, number two. That's deserved. And Austin Meadows, number three, which is also deserved. Cody Bellinger has the most votes. Right, a hundred thousand more votes than Mike Trout. Cody Bellinger's having a better season than Mike Trout. Well, I understand, but it's just, I mean, like. Trout's the easy one. You just go click, Mike yeah. Trout. Every year, click. <laughs> click Mike one of Trout. my three outfield picks. Click, Mike Trout. Done. Uh, George Springer, number two, also having a fantastic season, but also hurt right now. Yeah. And the Astros are still winning without these guys, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And I love, love, love that Austin Meadows is there at three. I know. I love that so much. I knew you would appreciate that. And, Not and as Brantley much is at four, which as is I nice. love Michael Brantley at four. <laughs> I used to, I, how about this? I used to really like the Cleveland Indians front office, and now I really don't like them. I understand. Uh, and he's going to make the all-star team. And then DH is last. J.D. Martinez leads. Hunter Pence is having an amazing year for the Rangers, a, a renaissance of a year. Surprise team in general, the, the Rangers. Texas Rangers. Yeah. Uh, I, I might even put Pence first on this one, but Martinez is once again having a good year, so I don't mind that. Cruz is third. He could obviously get this as well. He's been he's been hitting well for Minnesota. Beyond that, nobody. Who's voting for Giancarlo? Yankee fans. God, that makes stupid, me sick. Stupid Yankee fans. He's played, sick. he's played two games this year, guys. <laughs> two. 
Although he's hit back-to-back home runs in uh, rehab games. He's coming back. Oh, cool. Back-to-back games and rehab games off kids that work three jobs. <laughs> I'm just excited that he's coming back. When does Judge come back? Around the same time. He's when, also rehabbing right now. When does Torres come back? Torres is alive. Glaber Torres? Yeah, he's playing. He oh. didn't get hurt this year. Um, Then who am I thinking of? Didi? He just came back this last week. No. When does Severino come back? I don't know. Dylan Batances? Step back. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I am intrigued. Still players getting hurt left and right. <laughs> now Domingo Herman's on the DL. So. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I renamed my, one of my fantasy teams to Everyone is Dead. <laughs> everyone is dead. Like, I can't even drop people to pick people up because everyone's too good to drop. <laughs> and they're but all I guess the, not all really because my team is hot, hot garbage. Anyway, uh, if sw- sliding over to the pitching currently, do you have anything off the top of your head? Who would be your guy to start? Oh, boy. Um, this is actually a really cool conversation because there's a gr- one of great guys in the American League right now. So, I know Garrett Cole's having a really good year. Mm-hmm. I know Jose Barrios is having a really good year for the Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, how's Verlander's numbers looking? I know he's pitching. He's probably pitching well. But uh, according to Yahoo, he is the number one starting pitcher. Oh, what's his ERA? Two three one. Oh, okay. Well, then it could be Verlander. 110 strikeouts. His K through nine ratio is 10.57. His whip is 7.4. So his whip is even better. So than who's the top in, in Yahoo? Uh, is Verlander one, Ryu two. And then you get to Garrett Cole. But I think part of that in fantasy is because he strikes everybody. He's out. got 130 strikeouts. It's still worthy of a start if, if yeah. he's the best pitcher. Yeah, but he's got a 3.72 ERA. But these are the guys that are really kind of talking to me that I'd love to see if. These guys can put together some more starts and maybe sneak in. Uh, Charlie Morton. Oh, for the Rays. Yeah, he's had a a good start to the year. With a 2.1 ERA and a 1.02 whip. Um, uh, How about this? I thought this guy was going to die and and the hype was all a joke. Uh, Lucas Giolito, a 2.28 ERA, a .92 whip. And it's what's funny is that that's all recent because in mm-hmm. the beginning of the year he struggled again with walks. Yep. And his last month has just he he won pitcher of the month by the way or player of the month in the American League last month. Yep. He is unhittable all of a sudden. It's like finally he figured it out. It's it's really really cool to see that from him despite my displeasure of White Sox. Uh, and speaking of other teams that I despise, uh, Jake Odorizzi. As well, also having a great year. 1.92 ERA. Oh, that's better than Barrios, yeah. Yeah, 0.97 ERA. Or whip, sorry. Yeah, every... Odorizzi's a terrible fantasy owned because he doesn't strike anybody out. So it feels like at any moment he's going to blow up 100%. But mm-hmm. he has not this year. He has nope. been very good. Yep, he's been very good. So, I mean, out of that, Verlander's the starter, most likely, just because, you know, it's the all-star game. Get someone sexy in there. Yeah. Uh, at well, least that all, all way All those guys get... you mentioned will likely pitch an inning or two. Yep. Until the bullpen comes. And then, and then that way we get his wife, too. So oh, yeah. happy. Are they actually married? Yep. Nice. I know, right? Ooh, I'd like to see Tyler Glass now on that, except for he ain't pitching for a while. He's... Have we gotten an update on him? I know he he didn't... He doesn't need Tommy John, right? He just hurt... so. He hurt his forearm. Forearm about to advance to throwing from 90 feet. This was on Monday. Okay. He's been playing. So he's coming back. He's been playing catch from 75 feet on a daily basis. I saw a stat that Chris Archer just threw his first game. I forget what it was like with with giving three or less runs up since like 2017. I saw an article on Bleacher Report this morning. Could the Chris Archer trade be 
not working out well for the Pirates. And I was like, you're just now writing this article. Could it not be working out well for the Pirates? <laughs> you're just now writing this he article. He has like a 580 RA, and meanwhile, you got Glassnell, although hurt, pitching amazing, and Meadows leading all-star get, vote-getter. Yeah, it's pretty clear to me that that was a bunk trade. Oh, it was awful. It actually it appeared good on paper on the surface, but yikes. I just want you to know that the Mariner Twins game is 6-4. Instead of 6-1. to one. They're still up by two. Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah, so I don't know. This could be a really fun uh, all-star game if we trend on this. It's going to be a lot of first-time all-stars, and I don't think there's any problem with that at all. You know, Ozzy Albies would be a first-time all-star. Uh, Josh Bell would be a first-time all-star. Uh, Ronald Pol- Acuna Jr. Did Polanco and- make it last year as a – as like a manager edition or whatever it is, or would it be his too? I don't Jorge know. I don't know about that. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, Austin Meadows will be a first year. Um, do, 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 do. Tommy LaStella would be a first timer. Luke Void, I imagine, would be a first timer, right? Yep. Sanchez, did he make it his rookie year? Uh, I think he's was made he it an all star game. Yeah. I know he was in that home run derby. I think he's made it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the home run derby, have you heard all the young kids that are like, "Hell yeah, I want to play in the home run derby"? No. Yeah, like everybody's down. That's cool. Uh, the 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 home run derby has been cool the last few years. Austin Riley for the Braves, he wants in. Pete Alonso wants in. Yes, like, give me Pete Alonso yeah, in the home run derby. Yeah, like all these kids want in, and then just have old man Voigt go out there and just dominate them all. <laughs> just hit moonshots. He's not that old. Well, compared to all those kids, he yeah, is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wonder, because Voight has this signature weird, like, hop skip when he hits a home run. You can't mm-hmm. do that when you're not running to first. So if he's just <laughs> hitting bombs, is he going to do, like, this weird little shoulder shimmy every know. time he hits one? I don't know. Could be cool. Uh, there's a really cool game going on right now between uh, Brewers and Astros on uh, ESPN. Top of the 12 tied 3-3. Uh, Verlander pitched a pretty good game but didn't make it out. And I think Woodruff started for Milwaukee. I'm not sure. But either way, free baseball on TV right now. You want to check that out? Uh, when we come back, fair or foul, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. But first, there's Mike with sports. You name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is fair or foul on the hot corner on 1080 The Fan. This is fair or foul. We do it every single week without Joe here. We've got Mike. But Mike, guess what? Before we do this, U.S. Open. Portland, tomorrow. Portland, Seattle. No, no, no. Oh, U.S. Open Cup. MLS U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. It's 1-1 at halftime. Would you be shocked if I told you Brian Fernandez has the goal? No. In the sixth minute. All right. And the Timbers gave up one at uh, the end of the first half. Sounds like a Timbers game. Uh, sounds like a Timbers game. Anyway, fair or foul to you. Who cares about the uh, U.S. Open easy, Cup, though, right? Easy, easy. Come on. All right. So the way we do it when Joe is gone is I just give... Patrick trivia questions that I think are quite interesting based on looking at the stats of Major League Baseball. So I will start with this one. By the way, Mariners and Twins are tied 6-6. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, no. And uh, I'm thinking about switching over to that game. Oh, no. Just for the (laughs) walk-off. Who did it? I don't know. Who done it? I don't know. All right, here's your first question. I'm listening to you. You Here's your first question. Okay. In the top six of Major League Baseball hitters with the highest averages in the season so far, 
Oh, they're showing it on ESPN right now. Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton. <laughs> He's having a good renaissance here. Oh, anyway, continue. They were up six to one in the eighth, by the way. Um, in the top six, there are only two players who share a team in the highest batting average in baseball. What team is it? And for bonus points, what two players are? So two people on the same team are in the top six of batting average in baseball. What team is it and what players are all of baseball, all of baseball. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Cubs. Nope. So I was thinking Baez and Rizzo. The highest average on the Cubs is Baez at 28th. Oh, oh. 2.97. Oh, is it the Strohs? Nope. Is it the Astros? Highest was, is Brantley at ninth. I was thinking Bregman Brantley. Bre- um, uh, Springer is 15th actually. Um, I don't know. Is it going to be somebody crazy like the Rays? No, but it's somebody that you probably wouldn't think of, which is why I asked it. And that'd be the Colorado Rockies. Ah, which would be Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. No. Charlie Blackman. No. David Daniel Murphy. No. David Dahl. You said the right first name. Yeah, David Dahl. David Dahl. David Dahl's fifth with a 332 average. Nolan Arenado's sixth with a 330 average. I knew David Dahl was going to be good, too. In the top, technically the top four, but in the top six of home run hitters in baseball thus far, you've had them hit all over 20 home runs. Okay. 20 or more. In this amount of at-bats, 217, 240, 236, 236, 183, 236, uh, and that's it. Who is 183 with 20-plus home runs? 20-plus home runs in all of baseball has under 200 at-bats. At-bats or plate appearances? At-bats. Um, I'm going to go with, no way Austin Riley has 20 home runs. Nope. Um, so maybe somebody who gets walked a lot. Think, Cody, think about it. Is Cody Bellinger getting walked a lot? What position has less at-bats generally? Catcher. Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez. Has 20 home runs and 183 at bats so far this year. Didn't he have? Isn't his career high like 27? Yeah, I think so. So he's gonna hit 40 bombs this year. He's back, baby. Last year was a fluke. Let's go. Hashtag I am Gary. All right, next one. Stolen bases. Oh God, <laughs> I'm hosed. This one player has nine more stolen bases than anybody else in baseball. Okay. Who is it? He has 26. The next most is 17. And I'll give you a hint. Second place is Malik Smith with 17. I mean, I wouldn't even guess that. Uh, Jose Ramirez is third, 16. Surprised he got on base enough to steal 16. You got to get on base to do that. Um, So who's leading? God, I don't know. Now, I'll give you a hint since this is really tough. This is a son of a former major league player who changed his name because he had a falling out with his father. Oh, God, I do not know that story. I, I got nothing. Adalberto Mondesi, oh. a.k.a. Raul Mondesi Raul Jr., who Mondesi is now Jr. Adalberto Mondesi, 
Yeah, isn't his dad, like, going to jail or yep. something? Yep. He has 26 stolen bases. Only caught three times. And who's he playing for? Is he in Kansas City? He's on the Royals, yeah. Kansas City's got a bunch of young kids. That they do. That they do. Okay. Moving on to pitching. Which pitcher has the most walks in all of baseball? Which pitcher has the most walks, like, at the plate, or have they've given up the most given walks? Given up the most walks. Oof. For a hint, he has still over a 2-to-1 strikeout-to-walk ratio, and his ERA is under 4. But I he has think, walked the most people in baseball. I think the answer might be you, Darvish. That is second. Duh. You, Darvish, has 44 walks. Oh, I felt so good about that, too. But his ERA is almost 5, so that okay. did not fall into okay. my little hint there. Okay. So he's pitching well, but giving up a ton of walks. Dang, I was just looking at pitchers, too. Um, Chris Sale. Nope. I saw his ERAs under four. I know. He's getting back to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He also doesn't walk a lot of people. He was just getting hit hard. Yeah. Don't think about it. This is your team. Oh, really? Really? Uh, I mean, is it Trevor Bauer? It's Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Trevor Bauer has 45 walks, but 109 strikeouts and a 3.71 ERA. Sweet. He's going to look good playing for somebody else. <laughs> I wonder who's going to trade for him. I wonder who's going to snag him. Now I'm going to continue this question as our final one. Okay. This player has the highest ERA among the high walk people. He is fifth in most walks with 38. He is also fourth in lowest ERA in baseball. Who is it? Wait, so he's got... He's got the fifth most fifth walks most and walks, the, fourth the fourth lowest, lowest ERA. ERA. I don't know. Last year, a guy who was supposed to be great on a team that it needed a really good ace, he was not. This year, he has been really good. Oh. Um, he was a really hot pick in fantasy baseball last year. I had him on my team last year and gave up on him halfway through the season. You know, I don't know. Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo. On the Reds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't watch a lot of Reds baseball, uh, so I haven't seen him a whole lot. But I did notice when we when I was when we were talking uh, uh, All Stars, I was looking at my him there, and I was like, Oh yeah. I didn't really like look at his numbers, but I saw him floating around there. Now, how about this for even more interesting? He's got 38 walks, but his WHIP is just 1.09. So he's really not giving up hits. Nope. He's given up 51 hits. Wow. Actually, that's interesting. Wow, that's pretty wild. The least hits given up. Oh, my God. Why would you do this to me? Yeah, who's given up the least amount of hits? Well, I went to it, and it went right to zero because it's it's counting the relievers. But uh, out of the top ERA guys, the one who's given up the least hits is Lucas Giolito. 47 hits. That's Only it. 47 hits? His whip is .92. Yeah. And like we said, that a lot of that is recent. Trevor Richards is down there with 54. Caleb Smith on the Marlins, 47 hits. Oh, there is a shining moment for... Uh, Both of those are Marlins. For ye old Marlins. They, they got a guy come up, pitched his first game today, pitched a shutout. I saw that. He didn't, I don't think he finished the game, but 9 nothing over the Cardinals. Look at that. Some guy named Yamamoto. Look at that. I'm telling you, man, the Marlins are hot. The Marlins are going to do it, guys. Watch out. They won't finish in last. 
They probably will, but yeah, the Nationals are really bad too. They'll finish. They'll finish last in the National League. Anybody worse in the National League than the Marlins? Eh, I don't think so. No. Giants, maybe. Giants are pretty rough. They're pretty bad. Yeah, but that's about it. Who in the American League is worse than the, than the Marlins? Mariners, Orioles, Orioles, Royals, Show, Royals, Tigers, Tigers, Wolf. Blue Jays aren't good. Blue Jays aren't good. They're worth watching. All right, that is fair or foul. Thank you, sir. Uh, we will wrap this bad boy up and send it off for the rest of the week. This is Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 847 here. Still in the bottom of the 12th with uh, Brewers Astros and uh, Mariners Twins are in the 10th. You know what I miss? What? Ludacris being a big deal. Yeah, me too, dude. I love this first couple of O's albums. O's to the left. O's to the right. Different Five area codes. Yeah, dude. Different area codes. That's 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 the thing. That's the thing. I'm watching this. Uh, I'm watching the Brewers Astros game, and the crowd uh, has dissipated immensely. Uh, I don't know if you're. Are, are you watching? The I am Mariners? watching the Mariners. No, no, no. I'm watching Astros Brewers. Oh, uh, okay. And it always leads me to this. I always have this feeling. I feel like okay. So the twelfth inning just ended. We're going into the thirteenth. All right. I think it's time to open the beer stands. For just the thirteenth inning, you <laughs> just know what I mean. Everyone rush up and get like. Well, three like nobody's beers. had a beer since seven, since the seventh inning. So everyone, you know, nobody's tanked. And they're showing me a highlight of Josh Bell, which I imagine is he's going far. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That'll do it. Um, also, a kid in fantasy, I gave up on too early. Night. <clears throat> well, I don't blame you for that one. He looked lost. Um, you know what I mean? Because I think like nobody's had. Nobody has had a uh, a beer since the seventh inning, and that would be nice to you know have a beer. Mariners up seven six. I saw that. Did D Gordon not get the plate? I don't the think first D time? Gordon touched the plate, and now he's given his goofy face as he went Such through the dugout. A weirdo! Like he just got he like just got <laughs> out shoplifting, and he was like, <laughs> Such a I, got weirdo. It, "I got it! I got it! I got it! Run! 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 Go! Go! Go!" Oh man. You know what I mean? Because it's baseball's like, crazy, man. Like it, it's rough, dude. I just, I just want a beer, man. You just want to be here? I just want a beer. Oh, I just want a beer. Yeah. Well, look, you got safety concerns. I understand that. Yeah. You want to make sure everyone's nice and nice and sobered up by the time they go home. Sometimes even the seventh inning seems a little early for that, with the amount of beer people can put down at a game. I know. Well, also, it'd be funny, you know, you get to one of those. They don't happen often, but one of those like two and a half hour games. You're like, I'm already cut off. <laughs> we had two beers. Like, sorry, man, it's the seventh inning stretch. I, I, man, I don't know if I remember going to that many short games like that. Yeah, been a lot of baseball games in my life, and I feel like that's probably happened, and I didn't really notice it because you just are enjoying the game. And I was probably a kid, not even thinking about the beer. I was just there to watch the game. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I feel like I don't go to a lot of short games. I've been to I've been to multiple three hour games, like low, low end three hour games. I have been to a one nothing game once, so maybe that one was pretty short. I just don't know how long it was. I went to, I was at I was at a Indians Mariners game years ago. Score was like one one, something like that. It went to like the thirteenth inning. At one one. Yeah, that was so rough. 
It is tough. The Indians won, though. The low-scoring extra inning games are rough. Yeah. Because you've been watching basically no offense for the entire game. Yeah. It's not like it was 5-5 and you've got a lot of offense and then it slowed down a little bit as, as players got tired. But, I mean, 1-1, one, one, you're like, please score more. I heard this interesting thing today that, like, so only one team has ever hit over 200 home runs in a season and over – 20 teams this year like 23 teams are on pace to hit 200 I, runs. I did see that stat yeah and they were talking about how it is how like the the old phrase chicks dig the long ball has not resonated in this because ratings aren't up and i think and then they started talking about because it's you know like because everyone's swinging for the fences and hitting home runs that you can go that you can go on average like twenty minutes without seeing a ball hit in play. Is that actually for some teams? Is that actually a stat, or are you just are you exaggerating twenty minutes? I'm. I'm. It's not an actual stat, but I was listening to. I heard this on uh, the only podcast this morning, and he was the guy he was chatting with was like, "Yeah, it is not uncommon to watch a game and not see a ball hit in play for twenty minutes." Austin Riley just tied the game. Get some kid. Get some kid. That is interesting. I mean, I don't know. Like I've said before on this show, I'm not really noticing any difference in my own personal enjoyment of the game. I don't think so either. I think I'm good. I feel like it might be a little bit overrated. Sure, ratings are down, but I don't... I don't know what correlates to what when you're talking about this kind of stuff. I also think you're seeing a lot of runs. You're seeing a lot of home runs. So you'd think ratings are going up, but they're not. I don't think the games are boring. No, I don't think. I mean, sure. There's strikeouts and walks and home runs. And that's, you know, the, the, they call it the, there's three true outcomes in baseball right now, but I see plenty of singles and doubles and ground outs and pop outs and fly outs and great plays on defense. I mean, it's not like the core of baseball has gone away. It's just things have changed a little bit. And it's not it's not really affecting me at all. In fact, I maybe it's just because of my time in life and my age now, but I'm enjoying baseball more than I ever have. And I mean I I grew up loving baseball, but I mean I love watching baseball right now. I get so happy when baseball's on. Yeah. It just and I never I mean, I used to love baseball the same way, but I never had the same feeling as I do towards the game now. And I'm not getting affected by the these these changes, maybe because the personalities are so great and I love the, the players and all that kind of stuff. But We're in a pretty fun time to be a baseball fan. I don't, I don't know. I, I, why are the ratings down? I don't know. People are watching less TV. I think that's what it is because I was it's about a long to ask. Season. Didn't, didn't, uh, weren't NFL ratings down this year, this last year? Um, I don't remember, but that does sound correct. Yeah. Uh, and NBA numbers are down this year. Slightly, yeah. Um, at least playoff numbers are down. Also, are they talking – ratings in every market are they talking national ratings i think it's national ratings well, because, because, because baseball's dominant in regional right. and that's all that really matters right right, right. That, or that should be all that matters yeah if people if people in the you know outer cleveland ohio area if they're not watching baseball then you got a problem you know if people in the greater seattle area are not watching baseball then you got a problem you know but uh I think people are just watching less TV. I think people are watching less sports. That just might be the thing. I mean, I'm not definitely not saying like sports are dying or anything like no, that. No, but people are cutting the cord, and it's not as convenient That's to find the all one. the sports. It's cutting the cord, yeah. You, you can you can see the the score on your phone. Well, it depend. I mean, it depends on what service you choose. I think most people cut the cord, but choose something. 
right? They they choose Hulu or they choose Netflix or they choose Apple TV or they choose YouTube TV or whatever. But I think most people choose something to watch and all of those things don't have every sport. Yeah, right? I suppose that's true. There are some that have most. I think YouTube TV has a lot. I think PlayStation uh, View has a lot. Yeah, But I you're not going to get literally everything unless no. you have multiple services, which is not the point of cutting the cord in the first place. Right, 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 right. I don't do any of that. You I have got, nothing? I got the homie hookup uh, Comcast password. Oh, okay. From Mama. <laughs> so that works. From, from Mama. From Mama. Thanks, <laughs> Mama. The homie hooks up the password while my mom does. <laughs> mom. Mom. Yeah. Yeah, I try not to watch TV too much. I, I mean, a lot of people, and younger people especially, and I'm included in this, watch YouTube. Or Twitch. Yeah. Right? You watch gamers, you watch games. I, I spend more time watching YouTube than I do regular TV. I've got four regular subscriptions I watch. They put videos out almost every day. Yeah. I wait. I'm a little, I, I intentionally put myself a couple of weeks behind so I always have stuff to catch up on. Yeah. So I'm not like done after an hour of watching videos. And when I wake up in the morning, I put on YouTube for a little bit before I go about my day. You know, I don't. I don't put on the TV much anymore unless we're watching a show specifically or a sporting event, obviously. Yeah, I really only watch uh, I really only watch TV at night when I'm going to bed and sports. And most of the time when I'm watching sports, I'm out. So I'll just watch it there. Yep. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, friendly reminder, the Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4. So download, rate, subscribe, check that out. Also, the uh, Hot Corner podcast will be the Les Schwab Tires podcast will be out as well in short moment thanks for hanging in there with us we'll see you guys next week do something i would do like try to eat four sliders in one city and fail We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.